Attention. T minus 90 seconds and counting. All systems are go. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Clark the Shark here with Michael Biscardi. We are tearing it up. It is July 19th. Attention. Welcome. We are excited to have you. Am, Michael, how are you doing, sir? We're excited to be here again. What are we now in week? Is this week eight? Week eight? This is week eight. Yeah. This is our eighth full episode. And um, our shortest. So we're going to go. I think we tried that joke. See you later. It, doesn't, it, it worked in the 80s. It's going to work now. <laughs> Michael, what you do this weekend, sir? Uh, Friday, Chris Kattan was in town, and he was doing a show. Caught that. Okay. Um, which was pretty nice. He's Chris Kattan. Yeah. Nice. He's getting up there in age. He is. That. What was the last thing up. that he did? Catan. The last notable film. I think the last thing he did was a commercial about himself, or at least about the <laughs> Butabi sketch. And of course, they brought that up in the show. Um, you know, even the the opening act. And, right. uh, yeah. Hey, you remember him from Night at the Roxbury? And of course, when he came on stage. He had to reference it because that's what people want to see. But yeah. um, other than that, it was all about sex. Every single comic <laughs> was all about sex. Yeah. Was he the, like the headliner of the show? Was that his? He was a headliner. He had a couple of intros. There were two females, one guy. Hmm. Um, you know, all talking about the boyfriends. Guys talking about his wife, and they're talking about. What goes on when they shag, and of course, then Chris Kattan comes on, starts talking about his ex-wife and their sexcapades. You know, putting the penis in the hot dog gag. I'm like, you know, who hasn't heard that before? <laughs> that old bit, the old yeah. penis in the hot dog bit. Yeah, so yeah, it was a good show. Uh, I, we got yeah. your VIP seats, which basically anybody could get for thirty-five bucks. It just got you a um, a table, and then you got. Was a, this at the Laugh Factory? There's a place called Chuckles in downtown Chuckles. Corpus Christi, and um, 
I sort of pulled a joke on you know, back in New York, I was pretty good at getting into places by getting on a list somehow or pretending to be on a list and just sort of slipping by or claiming to be insecure. You know, there was all kinds of ways in, um, you know, in a nightclub which had porous entries or just a guard that wasn't really on point and you could just sort of slip past. But uh, this was kind of funny. I walked into the place earlier. I was having drinks down the block with a buddy of mine after work, and then I said, let me go see if I can find out what's going on at this place. It was a pizza place downstairs, and I, I walked in, and I walk up to the club, and there's nobody there, and they get this little kid who I guess is doing the security for the place. And he goes, yeah, yeah well, there's nobody up here right now. And I said, well, okay, I'm just trying to find out if I'm on the list you want for a, the show. You want a pie? <laughs> and then they, they take, oh, you want to talk to that lady down there? And I talk to this woman, and... She, she said, uh, what do you mean? Who are you? I said, oh, she wants to play the who are you card with me. Okay, well, I'll tell her. Yeah, I work for the management company. Mr. Kid, I just want to see if I'm on the list. Oh, well, you could go through that door and talk to so-and-so. And I, uh, I walked out. I couldn't find anybody. So I said, you know what? I'll just pay for this uh, at full price. You know, I don't care. But it's fun to – which I intend to do anyway. But it's fun to play that sometimes to see if you can play people for dumb. And later, of course, in the night, I went up after the meet and greet, uh, which I didn't do. You know me. I, I didn't take I was probably the only guy in the place who did not take a picture with him. Because if you had a VIP ticket, you could, uh, you could get a handshake and, you know, an autograph. And uh, there's really very few people I haven't met. But, you know, people down here that think it's a big deal if a celebrity comes yeah. to town. Even if it's like a B-rated or L-rated celebrity. So I didn't. Uh, was this in Corpus Christi? Yeah. Nice. And so That's when I uh, when I went up to actually go talk to one of the openers, who I thought was very funny. She was this girl. She was all tatted out. Had a really that was kind of her gimmick, and she had the dyed hair. So she looked like the artsy Greenwich Village type. But she's actually very funny. Of course, she talked about sex. Of course, because we haven't heard that before. Yeah, uh, but I thought she was actually pretty funny. She I'd love for a comedian to come on person. once and just talk about something that no one's ever spoken about. <laughs> I know. It probably wouldn't be funny because every, I, you know everything's been touched on. Well, one thing I thought was funny that Catan talked about because he was trying to hold it back, it seemed to me, but he couldn't resist just the same way I can. It's, you know, it's not much to downtown Crappus Christi, Texas. <laughs> it was kind of played on that joke. Very fun. Yeah, and uh, of course, audience gets you need involved. It. Nobody heckled him because there's rules against hecklers, but everybody yeah. tried to get involved and chime in so that they could get attention. And it, you suck. Yeah. So, what do you guys do? We fuck. Yeah. Does did he did he try to do any of his like SNL things like Roxbury make was, any references? Nah, he just made a couple of references, you know, about yeah. what it's like, you know, life yeah. after the fact, life after SNL, life after the SNL spinoff movies. Right. Um, he, oh, he I was, was arrested say, for a DUI recently, like right by my house. Oh, he was house. he was high as a kite. I know when he did the show. I don't know if he was drunk too, but he he was definitely toasted. You know what? I guess you'd have to be if you're him and like you had like a decent career, and then now you you're not really doing much, and you're playing, you know, a club. He's, he probably you gotta get baked. Yeah, you gotta get baked. It's just the only way you're gonna just to do I it mean, <laughs> to get through it. And then after the show. 
there was this guy, I didn't recognize him, but I guess he recognized me. He goes, weren't you the one that said it was, you were his agent? And, you know, good hands right there. And I went, no. Yeah, you were the guy. That was you. I'm his agent. Give me money. And I was like, I was like, uh, crap. All right, I better get out of here. Let's do it. Is he, uh, is he doing like a tour now, do you know, or is this just... Yeah, he's going down to McAllen, Texas after this, which is down in the valley. It's literally McAllen. right on the Mexico border, where nobody speaks English. I've been there. So, Hola, senorita. Yeah. And Seinfeld's in town coming soon. I bet those tickets aren't $35. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing the big arena. but um, is, is Seinfeld on tour? Or does he just kind of... I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Does he just kind of pop in wherever... I don't know. I just found out two days ago that it was in town. I saw it on a commercial. Oh, nice. I'd see Seinfeld. No, I do too, but I don't want to pay. No, two hundred bucks dollars to get a nosebleed seat. It's like uh, why I won't go see the Rolling Stones. It's yeah. you know, if you have a Visa, if you have an American Express Black Card, you can get a, the pre-sale tickets for eight hundred dollars. Uh, if you're poor, then you can go to hell. You know. Granted, you know, we're very fortunate to still have the opportunity while these guys are still kicking. Yeah. You now some 50 years later, but just the same. Yeah, I don't know, $400 just to get a glimpse of the big screen, and that's all. You, right. You, know, you can't actually see them. I'd rather see Chris Kattan up front. Yeah. So. I like to see more comedians. I don't go to enough comedy shows of, Yeah, you know. it was a nice time. The only reason I went was because – it was just that nightlife that I don't normally get while I'm down here, whereas back in New York, it, it, same thing. I'd walk past Dangerfields. It, it would, I just wouldn't. That's pretty wouldn't cool. Go, Dangerfields is still standing there. That's still there. You have you been inside? Well, that's a legendary place right there. Yeah. I wonder how good it is though. I mean, it was in its prime, I guess, in the '80s. I mean, maybe it's still fun. But I wonder if it's more of like a, like a comedy store where it's just for kind of up-and-coming guys to work on their stuff. Yeah, I, probably now. I mean, I couldn't tell you. But I'm always jealous of those guys. I wanted to be up there. and uh, I could see that. Keep saying, you know, if I put myself – if I get my butt in gear and put myself on the right track, I could write some material. Oh, it would be so funny. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd see every show. I think that would be the best because <laughs> you're, you're a real person. You know, you're funny. It's like Costanza meets Stern. You know, there's so many bad comedians too. Like it, it, the world needs a Biscardi. There's so many people. I've seen a lot of shows in LA where, you know, you know, up and not even up and coming, just comedians that moved out here that thought they were funny go on stage. And I'm, I mean, I just I seen people sitting in a chair going, so uh, I went to Trader Joe's and I'm like, oh, why? Who told you you were good that you decided to move to LA? <laughs> I know. I mean, it's the same thing as in New York. I mean, you see these guys as you remember. Yeah. From back in the day, we we used to attend some some clubs. We've seen people crash and burn back east, and then uh, you feel bad for them. But yeah, you know it's bad when they take the drink of water and they take the long pause. And they <laughs> and they start asking, "So where are you from? How you doing?" Yeah. And you're like, All right. "Give me some, Would you give me some material? Because I'm out. Yeah, I got nothing to the, do. The well so, guys like stuff." My friend Matt Lewis, who's a funny comedian, said a fun, made a funny quote about that, and he said, "If the audience has, if the comedian has to ask the audience a few times how they're doing, chances are they're not doing pretty good. <laughs> they're not doing too good. Where are you if from? If you're, uh, yeah, where are you from? If you're joining us, uh, thank you for tuning in. I'm Matthew Clark with Michael Biscardi. I think John Hassinger will be joining us soon. Uh, tweet us your questions, comments, and concerns at the underscore podcastle on Twitter." 
uh, and on social media on Facebook and on Messenger Pigeon at by my uh, P- Pigeon Chloe. Just whistle and she will come. Um, we want to uh, we want to bring a, a segment that we usually do in the middle of the show, but I think given everything that's been happening in the news these past couple weeks. Um, a lot of people have questions on their mind, and the big question we have today is, what the hell is wrong with people? There's a lot. There's a lot wrong with people, so I'm going to let the king take it away. Well, what should we start with? Um, the obvious, what, what's trending right now with uh, the Donald, which I, I believe is going to be John's segment, of course. I, I, think, um, I think we should do uh, start with the Donald. Um, just well, a lot of people. Is, is, yeah, a lot of people want to know what the hell is wrong with this guy. Why would he say that? Even the GOP is is breathing down his neck, saying, "You know, you're you're a cunt here away." Excuse my language from being kicked out of the GOP. It's true. <laughs> um, I think that uh, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest. I kind of like Trump. I wouldn't have said that, and. You know, from Donald Trump's perspective, I, I just don't know where he's coming from. You know, if, Donald, if I'm Donald Trump and I'm going to say, you know, this guy got captured. He is not a hero. I'm a hero. I evaded the draft altogether. So no one captured me. And if you're thinking uh, this is a bit, that's a real quote if you haven't read. Donald Trump did say that. And uh, it sounds like something you would hear on like an SNL sketch or just something outrageous you would say as a joke but I mean I mean that's he's he's off of his rocker but essentially he's trying to look out for vets he, he just really you know he kind of you think it's a genuine job. care like I mean he, he no I think he does I think um, he does too I think he cares but uh, you just kind of watch what you say I mean look well, take it from a guy who was in a prison in a combat zone on the other side of the bars Right. Um, you know, I saw how humanely we treated, and I said it's my personal opinion. I thought they had it pretty good. Yeah, they didn't um, have a good in Vietnam. Enemy prisoners of war. Imagine what these guys would do to us if we were in a prison of theirs, which we, you know, we never even make it that far. You just sort of sit in a cell and wait to meet the knife. Listen to Chris Kattan. <laughs> but you, know, you can't begin to imagine what it's like spending five years in the Hanoi Hilton. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, what do you I get off saying that? He's not even claiming to be a hero. So why are you taking pot shots at him? Yeah, and I'm not a huge good. fan of McCain, the politician. But, no, neither am I. But that's. But you know, that's, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I always think you have to watch what you say about. Uh, Veterans, no matter what you, no matter what side of the coin you're on with Which war or not, they're, they're doing it because they love America. And uh, and what's what you don't say is another right. thing too. Not saying something sometimes is another what the hell is wrong with people bit I could get into. You know, last week, of course, we uh, do it. Went a terrible tragedy and uh, cost the lives of four Marines. And another thing that's trending right now is um, very sad. The fact that. The flags aren't set at half mass, which I think is a travesty, personally. But you know what They're really bothers me the, the most? I think what's really grinding my gears yeah. is what I'm personally reading on the social news feeds. You know, the only people who seem to care about soldiers, marines, sailors, airmen, are the people who are either in service or once were in service. And... and mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, they get a little annoying sometimes when all they have to talk about 
is the military. You know, it's like, okay, step out of it. Have a life, a regular life. You don't have to constantly be tweeting this stuff from right-wing news or whatever. You know, it's okay to just stop, tell me what you – do a check-in maybe if you're going to uh, get a Froyo or something. I would actually – something I would find annoying from – from a hipster, I might Bro, find no. one of my the flag down. In this put flag down. In this particular flag down. In this particular case. Oh so my rude. god, so good. Mm-mm-mm. Nom nom nom. <laughs> I went from Vietnam to Vietnam nom nom. These Vietnamese noodles are delicious. Yeah, that could get annoying too. Real Maybe. quick. Believe but it. But one yeah. of the things I think no. that's annoying me the most is right. when I was looking at the people who are totally non-military affiliated. Yeah. And all they could talk about was the Jenner, the the real hero, you know, oh, the right. SB. Um, I think the I think it's both annoying. And nobody pays any attention at all to what happened, and that's you know. I agree. What's wrong with the American civilian populace? I mean, just just everybody comes up to us, you know, they thank for the service and all. That's nice, but. Are you programmed to say something like that? Just because you see somebody, oh, I have right. to. But as soon as, you know, when I'm behind a computer, I don't know, and when I'm watching the news, I don't know anything. I just I assume everything's great. And they're, they're all doing their part. That's wonderful. But yeah. I don't really care. I, I don't want to know what's going on. And they don't. You know, the average person, I, I could look at some of the. Let's see what we have. Maybe anything trending on the feed? Do we have? Uh, I think I, I'd like to think because my my feed is a mirror image of what you're saying. You see, I have, I have you know friends and family that that have served or whatnot that post about it, but you don't you see what you know what's popular is people trending about Jenner or whatever. But I'm hoping that just that the troops do have an overwhelming support, and you just don't see a lot about it on social media because either a lot of those people aren't posting about it a lot or you're not seeing um you know because the news manipulates the trends but it, that is a travesty i didn't know that the flags uh weren't raised at half minutes yeah and i'm not gonna and that's another thing that's trending right now obviously about potus and i'm not gonna comment on that but um that's, that's sad. something else to look into yeah please keep keeping them on keeping them honest keeping them on track People will, Very sad. will call, throw riots about a police officer killing some kid in the ghetto. But, you know, a homegrown terrorist, they just, nobody bats an eye over it. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't see, this should be all over the news, spoken about but everywhere. I think should riot over, you know, four dead Marines. That doesn't help anything. No, no, not riot. But, I mean, it should be more of a conversation. Peaceful and, assembly, perhaps. Peaceable assembly. Yeah. Is, um, that would be nice. But, you know, everybody cares about, um, you know, hey, everybody, look at my audition, my new reel. I just got a callback at Starbucks. Yeah, I got a Skype audition, and that's the kind of stuff that I read, and it makes me glad I really don't have a whole lot to do with I'm tweeting. Personally, that's... You can That's see how bit. narcissistic people are when it's, I did this, I did that, I did this, my uh, my audition. My, I'm like, I don't know, nobody cares. I read this one kid here. Okay, here's one, for example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy is a follower of mine, and I guess I followed him in return. I am the most dedicated actor you will ever meet. I, 
That was me. <laughs> this is funny. I uh, I translated even before I can memorize lines. I translated while listening to a three-hour video. <laughs> Translated into a piece of text into Australian. <laughs> I didn't know I, Australia adopted a new language. I didn't know that. Yeah, let's be. We let's go get your billabong down at the dingo, mate. <laughs> and this is hashtag dedicated. That's dedicated funny. That. Into Australia, we gotta get this guy on the show. I'm speaking. Uh, I'm learning Scottish. Uh, I'm learning to speak Irish. Southern. If you're joining us. Matthew Clark, Michael Piscardi. I texted John. I think he might be... John's in Sea Isle City this week uh, with his family, so I think he might be having trouble getting on, but we'll see what's going on. And uh, if you're just joining us, Michael Piscardi, Matthew Clark here. We're talking about what the hell is wrong with people. Obviously, Trump's comments have stirred some controversy and the lack thereof for um, the four Marines who were killed in Chattanooga. Was it Chattanooga, right? Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tennessee this past week. Um, which uh, I think should should be having more of a conversation. Um, Meanwhile, the news is is talking. I, I think there's headlines a, yeah. saying something to the effect that this kid was depressed. Let's interview his friends and family, his schoolmates, and oh, he seemed like a normal kid. You know, it's such a cliche when I hear that. They said the same thing about uh, you know the Lalanza kid and. He was just a disconnected kid. I never thought he would do this. He seemed okay. He just seemed like kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Um, you know, and they say the same thing about this kid who's cutting off heads who still hasn't been caught yet. Everybody had some normal background. I think that's just part of the facade to throw people off. It's you know they when definitely they, and, all and the, the media while in the to. back of their minds are planning you know these dubious it's, things. It's whatever the media but can get cares? trending. There's there's yeah. a. There's a sad trend going on in America with the media right now. It's this mob mentality where everything's too politically correct. And people, you know, somebody says a, a, a joke that on Twitter and immediately everyone wants to lynch them and the media blows it up. And the thing is, I don't think people are really that offended. I think people like jumping on the, the bandwagon of let's, this person's, I'm offended. You know, anything with Caitlyn Jenner. And I, I'm not offended by any of it. Frankly, I don't care. Good for him. Good for her. Yeah, you know, I don't. Really. Who watches the ESPYS anyway? I don't give a shit. You know, know. We, we we pay these guys enough to play children's games anyway, and now we're giving them awards. I really don't care. <laughs> I could care less about Jenner and her award or whatever. Good, you got an award. It's not the end of the world. I don't think anyone's watching it anyway. But people have this, you know, let's jump on this and this is bad and this is wrong and and cuz it's in right now. Right. You know, it's it's in. Just but get a it's life. Like, don't correlate it to the whole thing with, you know, the equal rights and the wave the rainbow flag. I mean, as far as another guy, uh, he he's still he's still into girls or something. She's still into women, so I guess that makes her a lesbian now. I, I don't know. Um, but it's like the in thing right now to be supportive of homosexuals, which you know, I'm not against it, and transgender, and you know it, that's what's cool now. Okay, I, you know I got it. <laughs> that's what's cool now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I have no uh, friends at school. I guess I'm gonna lob my dick off. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. I, I remember. I like that when we were in junior high. No, you get your ass kicked. 
there was a this isn't you know, funny. Just not, it's not cool right now because 9-11 was so long ago. So it's just not the social thing to do. Um, I don't, and I right don't now, I'm pretty sure be. that all the people who are doing hashtag Black Lives Matter who want to get trending again can't wait for another terrible tragedy to happen to some poor kids so that they can get back in the spotlight. Right. Start start uh, fueling things up again. Yeah. yeah, it's just trends. It's what the news wants to put on there there's a million stories that are a hundred times more important than any of this that are terrible or great that you're not hearing about because it just doesn't sell it's not what's in right now no. it's all kinds of stuff happening yeah, I'm gonna put it the on world. the fox news yeah put it on there put it on you know certain independent news sites they're just not getting popular because it's not what's in um Thank you, everybody, for joining in. Uh, I see we've got some listeners coming in here on the podcast. And that was, what the hell is wrong with people? And the answer is a lot. Um, with Michael Scardi here, Matthew Clark, follow us on Twitter at the underscore podcast. I wanted to bring up a few things in the news. Uh, this week, we touched on um, a few things. One uh, that we didn't mention yet is... Uh, the actor that played Mo Green in The Godfather has passed away. Uh, that might not be news-worthy no. that everybody understands if they don't remember that that character, I but you should. Yeah. What um, was his name again? Rocco. Let me find out here. That's from Boston. Who was actually uh, mobbed up, I believe, in real life. Oh. Yeah, he was... Uh, let's see here. He... Um, you don't buy me out. I buy you out. I buy you out. Alex Alex Rocco passed away. Alex Rocco uh, this week, and um, mm. great movie. Yeah, he did a couple of good movies. Yeah, dead at seventy nine. Mm. Uh, he did other work too. Yeah. Um, to talk about. The own family don't have that kind of muscle no more. Right. Oh no, it's <laughs> misunderstanding. He was banging cocktail waitresses <laughs> two at a time. I was buying cocktail waitress two at a time. <laughs> Players couldn't get a drink at that table. <laughs> I got a business to run. <laughs> um, that's all. That's the only thing that happened this week in the news. Now, obviously, there's a lot going on. And uh, I'm trying to see what we can talk about here with the news. I mean, you know, you've seen it all. So it's, it's all happening. Uh, I want to ask Mike a few questions about New York here. I was... Uh, watching something the other day uh, on the city and if you don't know Michael Piscardi he's a New York native I've not been back of course uh, since I've been down here you've been so serving anything could You're have serving. changed I have not even been outside of the state since last November but I've been all over wow. it. so I, I, I can only I only know about what's going on in New York when I'm watching in the background of like the NBC studio <laughs> the Fox studio no, I want to ask or you I'm watching people and what they're, you know, people from back home and what they're trending on Facebook. Well, I, I want to, uh, if you're up for it, I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll run through a list of landmarks in New York City. And you tell me quickly if you've been there and what you think of them. And you can add any insight if you want, because these are places that, uh, yeah. I'd be curious to get your opinion on. Uh, Mike is a native of New York, obviously, knows the city better than Cuomo. And, uh, we think that, um, he is the uh, the in-house expert. Okay, the 69th Regiment Armory in Manhattan, uh, oh, home of the Watershed Armory Show in 1913. I've never even heard of this place, which introduced America to modern art. 
Yeah, if that's National Guard. I think the 169, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, National Guard. That's the armor you're talking about. Um, I'm reserved, so I wouldn't know. But I uh, don't know a whole lot about. All right. Chrysler Building. Yes, it's actually uh, my business address, believe it or not. The Chrysler Building? Yeah. We're opening up our office. Uh, oh, that's right. My business, But I won't plug it. Plug it. I won't plug uh, <coughs> SAS. SAS. <laughs> this is but to help be, uh, 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 returning vets get uh, find some careers in the states. Is that accurate? Yeah, we're in security, armed security. We're, um, That's we great. opened it up this, this year, and um, we reserved a spot in the Chrysler building. Wow. Um, last apartment, I was able to see it every day. You should get some hot interns up there. And that cost me a big hefty ransom for that little one-bedroom apartment just to stay out the Chrysler building. Wow. So there are four or five lecks. I've never been to the very top of it. There actually is no – I think there was, but no longer an observation deck. But if you look inside – from the interview of, of um, the dome or the um, sphere, it's a really impressive piece of art. It's like a Sistine Chapel sort of thing. I've never seen it, though. I believe it's closed off to the public. Classic I building. Yeah. What about uh, Gracie Mansion? That's the residence of the mayor. Yeah, I used it, to live near. Are you uh, – does the mayor still live there? Is he yes. – that... Yeah, I mean – I. I don't know what they what hours they keep actually in the place. Um, the Blasio seems to be uh, in Italy all the time, discovering his fake roots. Mr. Mayor uh, <laughs> Who's Warren Wilhelm Jr., aka Bill De Blasio. So I don't know how, what kind of time he spends. He's probably BB. hanging out. So he probably spends more time in the hood than anything else. He didn't want to be in Yorkville. He wants to be, you know, with, with his peeps. What's to be with the so peeps? he can get reelected. Yeah, needs to go out, get some money. His whole campaign was just all based on, you know, he went to, you know, Spanish Harlem and, and Morningside Heights and, and the Bronx to do his campaign because, you know, that was the vote he was after. <laughs> you know, he brought his he brought his kids. Dakota Apartments. Like Jackson, yeah. <laughs> Dakota Apartments, uh, Upper West Side. Is that uh, the, the home of John Lennon and numerous others? Yeah, Have you seen that building? You- yeah, I mean, one time I was I was walking past it, and uh, Maury, you know, Maury was getting out. And I was like, wow, this building's changed. They let trash like this in there now. He's, he's a resident. He's a resident. Maury Povich. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll do uh, just a few more here. Uh, the Guggenheim Museum. You've been inside, oh, been there. I, um, yeah, I... I couldn't tell you the last time that I was. I, I typically don't hang out that far uptown. It's on like 90. No, it's up there. What about, um, let me see here, the New York Botanical Garden in the Bronx. I guess that's way up there. No, I don't. Well, I'm not saying I never venture uptown. I mean, there's really nowhere I haven't been as far as territories i don't think i've ever been inside the botanicals no now we all this botanicals here in corpus i've never been to either and that's a <laughs> that's yeah a i don't even know what botanical gardens brooklyn. are the so, brooklyn botanical i have been to in parks though oh very nice we all know saint patrick's cathedral but there is a saint paul's cathedral in manhattan it's 
one of the few surviving colonial-era churches in the city. George Washington worshipped here following his inauguration, site of informal memorials following the September 11th terrorist attacks. Uh, I don't know where that is. St. Paul's Chapel. Are you familiar I with that? I believe it's Episcopalian, isn't it? I think it could be. It doesn't look like a Catholic church. Yeah, I, I think I've seen it, but I mean, there's a million St. Paul, St. Patrick's. So, I mean, I, well, I don't know which one's which. We'll do two more I here. I think it's Episcopalian. It looks, yeah, it looks like a Protestant church of sorts. Um, let's do two more here. The last one I have, what I know, but let's do. Uh, okay. Uh, Brooklyn Bridge. You've been across it, I know, but there are, it looks like, uh, secret rooms inside they use to store uh, weapons during the war. And um, how often have you traveled the Brooklyn Bridge, Michael? Or wow. swam nude in the waters underneath? right underneath it. Um, well, I wouldn't say put it that way. It lived right over it at one point in my time. Uh, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the weapons thing. Maybe they sealed that off. And the last one will be. I was uh, reading something on this. Interesting was Ellis Island, and uh, you know you can visit there, or whatever. But there's adjacent to it as part of the island itself. It was basically its own self back in the day. Its own self-sustaining yeah. with a factory and a morgue mm -hmm. and a hospital. I mean, can you still? Have you ever been there? Or can you still no, visit that? No, I've never been on Ellis Island. I don't believe I've ever been on Governor's Island. And I've never Hearts actually Island. been inside the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Um, Interesting. You know, there's, there's something I do want to see that I've never been. Uh, there's an old insane asylum somewhere. Yeah, it's called it's L.A. A, How we doing? <laughs> How we doing? It's right off the coast of Rikers Island, which thankfully I've never been to either. Um, it's in between the Bronx and, and Queens, and there's this old. You can only get to it by boat, and uh, I, I kind of wanted to. We thought that would be a fun little documentary or something, or maybe a little spoof of a horror Is film. Is this Brother maybe. Island? Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, I I was reading something on that recently too. Yeah, I, for whatever island reason, is... I was reading abandoned New yeah. York wonders, and there is yeah. this island, and it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, I, I you read can't this. Get to a high bridge. You gotta you gotta boat. Right. It. it was Typhoid Mary was like a patient there it was like the first outbreak of typhoid fever and whatever and it was called brother island and if you just google brother island um it's this abandoned island where did you say it was mike is it by the it's right off of rikers i know it's not that far it's in between i think the bronx and um and queens I, I you're at that to... that's exactly what it says right here it's between the bronx and rikers island uh, North Brother Island was once the state site of a hospital, but is now uninhabited and designated as a bird sanctuary until 1964. South Brother Island was a Queens was part of Queens County, but is now part of Brooks County. It has long been privately owned, but was purchased by the city in 2007. And it looks like the gates of hell. It, it looks and like there's like this room. Conference. I saw pictures of the inside. There's this giant book collection, just books all over the floor. I mean. Oh my gosh! Might be an interesting relic to put on your shelf. Say, hey, I got this on Brothers Island, and that would be interesting. Yeah, to go there. It's got some little yeah. cut out of the pages of a chisel. Right. <laughs> you get you get smallpox for some reason. The the, the eradication <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It was. But used... I'd like to jump in a kayak and go see. That's, I would. I would totally do that. Yeah. It looks like following World War II, uh, 
well, before that, it was used to expand quarantine. Uh, it was a quarantine base for smallpox. And uh, Typhoid Mary, who was Mary Milan, was confirmed to the island for over two decades. And she died there in 1938. So she was, she was stuck here for two decades. And after World War II, it was used to treat drug addicts. And uh, heroin addicts were confined to the island and locked in a room until they were clean, There's being held against their will. Wow. Within the, the tri-state area. I mean, there's also one on Roosevelt Island, all the way at the bottom. It may have been knocked down. I'm not sure. I've been on Roosevelt Island in a couple of years. but uh, Interesting. It used, used to be at the very bottom. And I know the city was looking for some big real estate mobile to do something with it, the property. Um, same thing. And, you know, there was all that uh, tittle-tattle about doing experiments. Tittle-tattle. If... Uh, if it gives uh, you listening at home any kind of idea what this Brother Island uh, looks like, um, North Brother Island was featured in Episode 8 on of Life After People on the History Channel, which shows what the Earth would look like if people were gone. It was used as an example of what would happen to structures after 45 years without humans. And this picture I'm looking at, just the Wikipedia page of, of North and South Brother Islands, it's just, you see the structure of this huge building, and it's just overcome with overgrown with trees and the docks falling apart i mean it's scary it's scary looking i'd go and there was, I'd there go was also another one i don't know if that's been knocked down yet but uh king's park there was a psychiatric hospital um, yeah you uh, told me about that man yeah, that's pilgrim, scary pilgrim psych is, is uh, another one that's creepy yeah you told me about that like 10 years ago you're like oh you gotta see we were talking about byberry and you said you got to buy back down to Florida, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that's still there. Byberry has been knocked down. I, th- I think there's one building. I, I looked that up recently, too. I don't have a life. I'm looking up <laughs> shit that's falling apart. Yeah. I think Byberry has one Halloween building. Halloween has to be yeah. at least three times a year. We got right. to get a camera and, and take one before the, one of these places actually is knocked down. Yeah, that's we do need fun. to do that. We, we should do that this year. Maybe 35. Like December. Yeah, we should we should make a a trek and not tell people when we're doing it and right. just do it and then come on. And there was a, in out in Jersey there was uh, that school which is also I, I discovered has been knocked down. Yes, the Lambertville. We did, yeah, uh, we did go into one time. Yeah, um, I had pictures of a buddy, one of my buddies from Jersey, and I, we went in there. That you actually went inside there. If, if you're listen, yeah. if you're if you don't understand what we're talking about, there's a school. Um, in Lambertville, New Jersey, was a school. It was like a high school Until that like burned down. 50s, 60s or built something. in the 20s or something. Yeah, and uh, super creepy uh, existence. And I drove up there. I've never had the balls to go inside. And uh, you've been inside, though. You yeah. Been in there. Wow. Creepy. Yeah. Was it creepy? I mean, uh, I know yeah, you're worried, in the middle of daytime, so it's not like... Um... You know, I was yeah. like on that old show, Fear. <laughs> you know, where it was just the There's camera, a blue, yeah, the, a green light around my you. neck, and it was, you know, it was just a, wa- I was a walking selfie, videotaping myself, and right. I was all alone in the dark. Uh, we're going to be joined with uh, comedian and actor Sean Green in just a few moments here. Uh, Sean is a super funny guy. He's uh, a Los Angeles comedian. Um, he lived all over the place originally from pennsylvania but i think his uh his father was in the air force and he's lived in denver colorado rome new york and ended up in bethlehem pennsylvania 
Rome, New York, or Rome and New York? It looks like, oh, it looks like Rome, New York. Um, I believe it wrote, yeah, Denver, Colorado, and Rome, New York. And uh, his credits include MTV's Ridiculousness, Vice, uh, Where Your Mouth Is with Jay Marr, Hulu, Break, Mandatory, The Comedy Garage, and his podcast, The Green Room. Uh, he's been in the Bridgetown Comedy Festival and uh, does all kinds of stand-up. So it'd be interesting to talk to Sean uh, and ask him questions about New York landmarks and nothing about his career, just, just New York <laughs> landmarks. Or maybe just old dilapidated nut houses. Right, yeah, that's it. Maybe he can do it in his yeah. material for his routine. Uh, so do, do you want to hear about my upcoming show? In a minute, tell us about Byberry. What do you think about the sanitation conditions in 1950? <laughs> Great. We, we, we should do that, though. Let's uh-huh. You and I, let's plan on Have you ever been to the you Museum of Northern State Prison on 95? There's an abandoned zoo in L.A. that Claus went to recently. Um, and I don't think it's anything. He said it wasn't really anything great to write home about. You know, it's not that big. There's an old zoo with um, cages still up right in Griffith Park near the, the, news, the current zoo. And... Uh, I'd be, I'd be interested to go there with a camera at nighttime because there's a uh, if you see an anchorman the last scene where they're at the bear pit was filmed at that abandoned zoo so there's still structures there but you oh, go wow. inside and there's like cages and it's kind of creepy <laughs> LA's creepy in general so, the meth head throwing up outside mutated right animals left behind right being eaten. <laughs> so we'll bring Sean in a few minutes and uh we will uh, ask him a few questions. So uh, I like the New York landmark. New York. Uh, we, should, we should have a bit about that. It should be like uh, a New York minute with Biscardi, and it could be you know we'll get people to like tweet in, and you can give like well here's the best spot to go on the Upper East Side for less than ten bucks, and if you don't mm-hmm. have any money and you want to you know mug a homeless guy, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but do that. Let me ask you a question. When you lived in when you when you're in New York and you're living in New York. Do you tend to say you li- you're living in the Upper East Side? Do you stay because New York's got everything? Do you stay in your area where you can just get anything you want in a block, or do you like to to primarily? To I mean, um, I don't. Yeah, I've seen. I mean, everything. Do you go to like the Lower East Side? Uh, if I don't have a purpose, I mean, for me to get into a, a cab or yeah. get into a, on a subway anymore is such an effort. Um, but you know, when I was living. Midtown, for example, and I was working the nightclubs downtown. Um, I guess that would count as working in Chelsea, I remember. Um, if it wasn't for a purpose, you know, which Why would be it? I got invited somewhere or I uh, had to work. I generally, yeah, I stay pretty much in my own neighborhood. But, I mean, I, there's really all, all over the five boroughs. Uh, I'm actually looking to possibly move to Staten Island. And it's funny because I was looking at places like, well, I want to buy a house. And there's uh, these new developments going up, which you would typically see in the suburbs, um, you know, the cookie-cutter townhouses. Anyway, I found this one community in Park Hill. And I called the real estate agent. And I'm like, so is this like the same Park Hill that, uh, you know, old dirty bastard and <laughs> And Method Man and the Clash Cash rules all play grew up in the neighborhood. But uh, you yeah. know, things things are always changing. I don't know. I remember when uh, 
when I came to, let's see, where was I living at the time? When I had uh, left Yorkville, that was up in the 80s on the east side. They were just starting to build the Second Avenue subway. And uh, I think it had made it that back then. It was probably on like 80th Street. I, I don't know what, what's going on back home. I don't know. Maybe if, I don't think they, I know they haven't finished yet, but. Um, there's also a Ferris wheel going up on Staten Island that they're working on. So. Well, they changed the name. It's called Trump City, and uh, there's some changes. There's a Is Ferris there? wheel going up where? On Staten Island. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever been to Staten Island. No, you've been. We've been. Oh, we have been. That's right. Yeah. You you took me on a trip. And we drove around. We have been to Staten Island. And uh... Paul Castellano. Yeah, his house. That's an interesting. I mean, we, we weren't Talk there. about changes. Uh, his house has been robbed a couple of times. Wow. Yeah. I know. Um, last time I drove past it, no. um, that was, that's Benedict Road. The last time I was over there, um, it still looked great. I mean, the, the, the house has had some revisions, but uh, I, I just read somewhere that it's it because robbed. it's one of the nicest robbed. streets on uh, on the island that it. it Tends to be a target for burglars. Oh. Yeah, man. We you need to do uh, when you uh, return back to the city. We got to do something. We got to get a crew. You know, get some guys from like, you know, some film schools. Hook up with them and just you know, we got to film you in the element. You know, going to places and maybe a splinter project could be like the Brother Island. There should be something done. Brother, I like that idea. Yeah, the Brother Island's cool. It looks like people go there too and take pictures a lot. Like I don't think it, it's Mission Impossible. I think we can do it. It's yeah, because not, it's not like the Harbor Patrol is going to catch you. You just you know hide your little dinghy behind some brush. Nobody's going to know you're there. It's not like they have a, a you know yeah. pigs parked out like they um, like they do in all those uh, like byberries. I remember they used to always yeah. catch trespassing. Get out! So they had a, a patrol unit parked outside the place. I mean they've. Uh... Yeah, on Brother Island, there's all kinds of people, it looks like, that have been inside and taken a million pictures and all kinds of urban explorers. So it's not – I mean, it's doable. I don't think there's any security hearing it. Uh, it's weird. There's this one site called uh, Christopher Payne, uh, brainpickings.org. But uh, he posted the last known – place the last unknown place in new york city and he's talking about how it's like this huge you know place with uh history and it's not um it's just left alone i mean there's still equipment yeah. in there and you know people go in and take pictures but it looks like nobody's really screwing it up they're just no there's all these it. books if you see there's that books. one picture i'm looking at it right now phone books and <laughs> staircase and it's Man. been shut down for quite some time i'm trying to look it's it like up. the 60s yeah yeah, abandoned in 63, same year as Alcatraz. It remains virtually unknown even to New Yorkers. Uh, yeah, you've been yeah, there's a, there's a dock still. I mean, it's an island. You can pull your boat right up and just get out. We can could, we could lift, lift it out of the water if it's a smaller boat. Just, <laughs> we, should, we, we spend way too much money to get there. There's a scuba diving team. And, uh, we come back. The boat's not there anymore. <laughs> thanks for We're tuning stuck in. We're yeah. Brother Island. Right. Brother Island. There's also another island here. This might be a conversation for another day called uh, Hearts, Hearts Island. Looks like there's a cemetery. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's anything notable there. But 
I'll look into that. Uh, I'm going to try to bring in Sean Green. Just a second. But yeah, New York Minute. This was a impromptu New York Minute with Michael Biscardi. I'm Matthew Clark. This is the Podcastle. And we are... I think this has been a pretty good show. I think John might have... I saw him try to uh, tune in a few times. John's traveling, so maybe um, he's here in spirit. But I don't think he's able to join us today. So it's up to the, the original Classy and Brassy. Classy brassy. Classy brassy. How's uh, how's married life treating you? Everything good? Yeah, so far so good. You know, doing uh, doing this the post marital legal stuff. It's one of the Are they making it easy for you? Relations of marrying an immigrant. No, uh, not yeah. necessarily difficult. Just not cheap. It's very. Hard. They're not making it easy. No, it's just it's very costly it's got me back and all i want to do is buy a new couch and i can't because i'm shelling it out for papers three thousand dollars for papers three thousand bucks for papers i think it's i think it's like two thousand wow. but i'm sure i haven't seen the end of the bill i'll get slapped with another one before this one's paid up jeez and this is interesting i'm looking at a physician's home on North Brother Island. Maybe this just needs to be rehabbed a little bit. Really? An abandoned uh, yeah. cottage kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. I guess what's funny about it too is no homeless people can live there <laughs> because they can't get to it. Because <laughs> that's true. They can't get to it. Mm. We should start bo- boating them there, charging mm. a buck. Mm-hmm. We'll take fifty of you today. <laughs> Here's your sanctuary from a bird sanctuary to a bum sanctuary. Right. Welcome to Brother Island. Brother Island, everybody. Okay. Uh, just message Sean Green. He should be joining us in just a minute. I'm Matthew Clark with Michael Biscardi. Uh, this is the Podcastle. I want to announce too that I've decided to end this Show Your Shorts video show at Flappers this past week. Not that anyone oh. gives a shit, but. It was just time to hang that baby up and let her sail off to the smoggy L.A. sunset. Listen, no more show your shorts. I think I think we're going to just do it. Will there be a spin-off? Online. It's going to be show your underwear. It's going to be a it's porn. <laughs> uh, no one's going to watch. There should be. We should do something with the show. Um, it was just getting out of control. Flappers, I love them, but it was turning into like I felt like I was in the military with the you need to be on time. You need to bring people. We need to verify your credits. And I'm like, geez, dude, we're, we're showing YouTube videos <laughs> on a Sunday. I mean, it's Calm down. serious here, pal, all right? I mean, they got very military. I was talking to my buddy Dave Swan, who co-hosted it. He said, I'm glad you, we ended it because I, I stopped it performing there. They, they got too crazy. Good place. It was a good run while it lasted, and it definitely yeah. bolstered your um, – your rep as uh, a producer of shows. Yeah, I'm grateful for it. So it's just on to bigger and better things. And now we have the podcastle. Podcastle's taken off. Maybe we'll dedicate, we'll get a second hour of the show and we'll dedicate it to uh, airing some shorts. We'll just listen to them. It, and and it, there'll be shorts that it's just a music video. So people are like, I don't even know what they're doing. And, you know, we're just like, just, just relax. Um, <laughs> Just relax right now. Uh, 
Okay, one minute and Sean will be on the air. Um, we're going to be talking about that. So, uh, yeah. Starting a new, a new series of, of short films. Show your footage on North Brother Island. Yeah, um, we should have like a... First episode on Brother Island. L.A. We'll has do a a cemetery screenings in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery here in L.A. We should do something like that on Brother Island. You know how much oh, yeah. you can make? You know, oh, you get yeah. a, get some permit. You do that. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see if some of the other places I've met while he's gone. We're really dwelling on this subject. of, of not It's now. interesting. All from, all from a New York minute. All right, let's see here. All right, everybody. We're going to be bringing on Mr. Sean Green. Um gonna tell you his bio again sean grew up all over the place and Yo. Uh, his credits there he is sean i was just reading your credits which include mtv's ridiculousness yes uh, guy code blog mtv news well let's talk about it ladies and gentlemen mr sean thomas green comedian legend on the air right now thanks for having me matt appreciate it man what's sean, going on th- thanks for joining us brother nice no to worries. hear your voice um nice to nice to not, i'm not seeing you but nice to Nice to talk to you, man. Thanks for joining us and spending your time. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Love cool, to uh, hop in the podcastle here. Absolutely. Um, we were just talking about 1950s insane asylums and uh, abandoned places, so you joined the, the right <laughs> comedy room. Yeah. Really. You joined the right place for to launch comedy. Appreciate but, uh, it. What's new, man? What you been up to? Um, let's see. Nothing too crazy. Just been watching, uh, I mean, today... Dropped my old man off at the airport. He was in town visiting. And then, uh, yeah, I've been spending some time watching some the British Open. Guy had some action going on fantasy golf, so been following that. But uh, other than that, been pretty pretty relaxing weekend. Dude, that's the, uh, like, perfect Sunday right there. Did you see the dad? Because, you know, my dad's <laughs> from the East Coast, too. I, you love when they're in town. Hit yep. him up for some money. And then it's like, yeah, um <laughs> You know, watch a little sports. Have a yeah. We played some golf yesterday. It was pretty sweet. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was raining in Los Angeles, which is bizarre that it's such huge news. So but weird, it, right? Yeah, it was. And yeah, it was. I we almost considered stopping golfing because it was thundering and lightning, which I've never had to not golf in California because of the weather. So we played through <laughs> it. And uh, my dad, of course, trying to jinx it by pointing out that, oh, hey, back east, you know, sometimes you'll see a memorial of where a a person had been struck by lightning (laughs) on the golf course. And then they always go with that, you know, that standard line of he died doing what he loved. Right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Ten of them a week. Yeah. everyone, uh, Everyone uses that phrase of like, oh, he died doing what he loved. But... Honestly, to me, that would be the last time I want to die. Like, if you think about your life, ninety-five percent of it is doing stuff you don't want to do. You know, the five percent right. is you're out on the golf course, you're eating a T-bone steak. Yeah, kill me in traffic. Eat. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of times where I've been like, oh my god, I wish I was dead. Right. Like, you know, you're driving four hours to L, you know, to Vegas for some horrible gig or something. Kill me then. Don't kill me when I'm having mm-hmm. a nice round. I just figured out my point. drive. Like, that's the yeah. last time I want to die. Right. I always said that. I said, if, you know, when I go, if, if it's, I hope it's like an earthquake when I'm in traffic, you know, just like take yeah. me. Yeah. Then that's, then that's just, you know, whatever. Like, I don't One care. more day less spent in traffic you don't have to deal with traffic for that day yeah granted you're dead but (laughs) if there's any activity that your death is going to cut short for the last thing i want to do is something i love (laughs) let me 
let me finish what I'm doing, you know, <laughs> whatever it is yeah. that I love, and then kill me. Yeah. So. Oh man, this I, sex is great. Oh wait, yeah. I'm having a heart attack. All right. <laughs> now you're laughing at me, and now that's okay. I died doing what I loved. Fine. Yeah. You died doing what you love, but you want to finish doing what you love, and uh, you know, and then move on to die. It's crazy. Uh, Sean Green, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcastle. I am with Michael Biscardi and uh, Sean Green. If you're just tuning in, I see some people are. Uh, looks like Sean is bringing people to actually listen to the show. There's more people oh, tuning yeah. in now. So thank you. Big, big draw in the podcast market. It's good stuff. <laughs> Sean, you have a podcast of your own, correct? Yes, I do. The Sports Gambling Podcast. We put it out a couple times a week. It's with me and my buddy Ryan, who uh, he's like a New York sports fan so there's that back and forth going so on Biscardi. oh sorry to hear that um yeah the bad news jets were i keep oh, saying wow. oh, it's gonna be a banner year for the bad news jets <laughs> well yeah i mean they got revis uh again i think the jets problem has been their problem that's the same problem you know you got mm-hmm. you have no quarterback right i mean you got old uh, mark sanchez butt fumble which I, you know, now now he's a part of the Eagles, so I have to figure out a way to defend him. But right. yeah, well, Jets are the trouble. Eagles pretty far. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean he didn't. Uh, it looked all right when he was in there. There were yeah, he we cut him loose. Yeah. Yeah. Then he turns it around. Turns it around. Yeah, I'm not always spun up every April when it comes to the draft. I usually find out who came in, who came aboard, and and who departed. Right around preseason time. Yeah, that's when it heats up. But yeah, yeah from, I usually don't follow the draft much. I should, I know, but I, I always forget. Yeah, there's nothing. It is weird. Like, there's nothing. I mean, from yeah, this is really the dog days as a sports fan. So you're scratching to find something to gamble on. Thankfully, the British Open is there. It is. And yeah, next thing you know, preseason will be here. But yeah, right now, and I like baseball, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm a Phillies fan, so again, not much going on this season. They've been worst season of all time for the Phillies, worst record at the All Star break. It's a just shit show for the Phillies. So any oh, you know, it's a joke. Any yeah. any remaining interest I had in baseball is just out the oh, window. I have zero. It's just, I, I just, have zero interest. That's up Shit's Creek. That's a sport that just I, I've actually been out of it for about I want to say going on. Six years now I've been without baseball. And I've learned to live without it. I just, you know, I caught Jeter's last at-bat last year. And that was kind of a big thing. But beyond that, I just, I think it would probably take the Dodgers coming back east for me to even be slightly interested. But, you know, it wouldn't be the same team anyway. So I'd probably be like, oh, great. Now all the you know Williamsburg hipster Right. now on the bandwagon, right. and they're they're the new fans. The Brooklyn and, tight pants. You know, I'd be like, ah, this, yeah, let me get them. You know, you see one wearing a Brooklyn jersey, I'd be like, I just I, I, Yeah, there would be an interesting team name though, the Brooklyn Hipsters. That would be like their official mascot, their official logo. Yeah. They don't really go to the game; the they just kind of hang out outside and like wait for somebody to. Sean, yeah, where they can don't we actually to play. The, where can we listen to the podcast, man? Oh yeah, just uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You know, get it on iTunes, Stitcher, all all the major podcast the major, delivery yeah. networks. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been big into like DraftKings, doing the daily fantasy stuff. So we'll challenge the listeners. We go back and forth with that, and then obviously, 
you know, gambling. I mean, uh, no, no, we we picked a, we had some action in the uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. So whatever it is, we'll find Ooh. a line and we'll bet on it. Obviously, the NFL that's our big time, but even in the dog days here of the sports calendar, we we still find stuff to uh, get bet on, and it's fun. Get better. Um, I got to ask you a question. How when you submitted your podcast to iTunes, how long did it take? Because I think we're going on like three weeks of waiting to get this on there. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. It didn't take. Uh, I don't think it took that long. Son of a bitch. Maybe it took uh, three, four days, but that might have been. I, I submitted it a few years back, so yeah, it could have been. Uh, you know, they didn't have as many podcasts being submitted. I don't know what the process is now, but I'm sure. I'm sure. I was hoping you would be through. the iTunes support. Um, <laughs> this would be a tech call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. Cool. I got uh, Mr. iTunes on the line, so I can I can fast track that process for the podcast listeners. <laughs> Yeah, so check out that show, please, on iTunes. And two things I want to bring up, too, which are really cool about Sean uh, in addition to the stand-up, is one, you write a good blog on your website. Oh, thanks. SeanTGreen.com. Uh, and it's really cool. It's one of those – it's it's not lame like BuzzFeed or anything, but for like somebody with ADD, it keeps your attention like on the whole time. Like the first – I just clicked on it now. The first uh, thing I see is seven reasons why Albert Einstein would be perfect for Entourage and the first one is Euro Babes with this hot chick. Um, it's it's just so entertaining. Like I hope people are reading this. Um, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I, I write for uh, I write for a lot of sites, you know, like random blogs here and there. And excellent. There's some stuff that just doesn't fit. There's too much profanity. You know, it's libels certain celebrities or, or whatever reason. It's not good for those places. So those are the ones that end up on my site. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. There was this one. I don't know if it's uh, might actually be on my Tumblr, and uh, I'll, I'll post a link on SeanTGreen.com. But it's one of my more favorite ones. Was so this. Uh, it's a long story. But basically. There was this car parked out. I, I was uh, spending a couple of days at my girlfriend's place in Hollywood. This was before we lived together, and uh, there was this this guy, this like kind of crazy guy, posted this giant note on uh, the guy's car, and it said like, "Hey, your car. You left this car here. What the hell are you doing? This is an unattended car." Like this guy was just kind of crazy, and he yeah. He, there was no street sweeping, so this guy had his car here for a few days he had just left it there it's no big deal but whatever reason it drove this guy crazy so he posted that note on the on the driver's side window now this other guy comes around and posts a note uh another note basically a response to the first note going hey we don't know whose car this is could have been someone's car that got in an accident we never know blah 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 give this guy a break he's just parked his car here why are you freaking out for all we know, it could be James Gandolfini's car. You know, kind right. of making a joke. <laughs> it was, yeah, it, it was right when James Gandolfini passed away. And then so I, I saw this guy's car was already covered in notes. And I was like, all right, I'm really going to blow this guy's mind. I'll leave a third note. And I left a third note saying, I know this is crazy, but... This actually, I am James Gandolfini's personal assistant, and this is his car. I know it's crazy. It's a oh, Hyundai accent. And I just wrote this whole long response to it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty funny, the oh back and forth. And I got the you... photos of the car. So, Oh, oh man. Post yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to do uh, – I'll, I'll post that on SeanTGreen.com. So, uh, yeah, it was funny, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's good. 
That was my but, car, uh, actually, Sean. And uh, I'm trying to get it back. <laughs> it's been a long time. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is, um, and if you don't want me to bring this up, uh, but I have to. It's hilarious. Before I met Sean, my buddy Scott Bowser sent me this. Oh, link, yes. And he goes, you know, you know Scott Bowser. Yes. Um, I haven't talked to him in years, but he said, oh, you got to see this, this meltdown of this guy, like, ripping <laughs> this heckler, a new <laughs> asshole. And I guess the prem- – maybe this was like four or five years ago. I, I'll let you talk about it if you want. But the premise was Sean was performing at – I want to say it was like Public House. It looked like – Yep. Okay. It was Public House, Mike, which is this bar in Los Feliz. Yeah. And I guess some guy was being a dick uh, as Sean was doing stand-up. So Sean ripped this guy a new one for like four or five minutes and people wow. were just cheering and he goes, you know, you said something along the lines of, my favorite part was, I'm from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. We made the steal and kill the Nazis. You think I give a fuck who you are? And he just <laughs> ripped this guy. But what, what was the deal? Was this guy just busting your chops? with? Yeah, so it, what what wasn't captured on the video was there was a, fir- there was a, there was a heckler before him, right? And this... Uh, the first heckler was real drunk, got in my face, stormed the stage, and Jeez. had like a book that he wanted me to read from. And it, that was like, all right, so all right, I'm already in a bad mood. And then so I get into it kind of with this guy. I be- literally have to push him off the stage. There's no security. It's just wow. this hipster L.A. comedy show bar thing. And so I push him off the stage. I wrestle control the crowd. I start trying to get back in my act. And then this other dude who's just sitting right there starts busting my balls for no reason. And it was just what? the culmination of a super long week. So I just I just snapped. And it, it, yeah. it got like it got real personal and I was like, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not scared of you. Wow. As soon as this sets over, I will walk outside and I will pin your ass. I used to wrestle in <laughs> middle school. I will fucking pin you. And I was just like Good. I just I I'm wearing a Flyers t shirt and I'm just I basically snapped as a human being and I I realized I snapped so I was at least self-conscious enough to throw jokes in there and uh, so it's a it's an interesting mix of total uncontrollable rage and then like a random punchlines thrown in there yeah it was a a, a good balance yeah I had a couple lines like uh, you wouldn't know art if it jizzed in your face yes (laughs) dude it was funny when I was watching that you look like a guy Go yeah. ahead, Scarts. No, no. no, I was just going to say – the only thing I was going to say real quick was I was watching that, and it looked like a guy who somebody really pissed off and you know hit a, hit a note. But at the same time, you owned it and were still like – you know, you didn't start saying th- – you didn't say anything that you had to back away from or that you would get in trouble for. Or, <laughs> you, know, you owned it, and you, you turned it around, and I'm like, wow. Because hey, who the fuck is, is still – you know, heckling people at shows. I mean, unless you're saying something about, like, you know, somebody's mom and they're sit- sitting right next to you. Like, it's it's comedy. Like, you hey, know, it, here's the you're thing. a funny I, dude. Yeah, I get it. Uh, what's what's frustrating is, okay, if I'm totally eating it or do something totally off off kilter and you, if someone responds, fine. Or even if just someone wants to yell out something, then I put them down and I move on. The problem is shows where someone is so drunk that even okay you put them in your place the crowd's like oh yeah screw that guy everyone hates him and then he's still not asked to leave because there's no security at the shows that's where it gets annoying and they're so drunk that even though you're owning them and shitting on them they don't like they lack any sort of like oh man i just you know i just got shut up i better shut up they're so Mm. 
they're so drunk. I, I, there's this weird thing, or if you're not in comedy, you think like a heckler is like, oh yeah, it's part of the business. Uh, it's something you have to deal with. And yeah, it is. But really, in like most normal comedy clubs, if someone keeps yelling out, hey, it's fun. Like you throw a couple lines back and forth and then move on. Right. But this guy was so drunk that it's even when you got the best of them yeah. and they just yelling nonsense, then it's it, it totally derails any sort of fun heckler back and forth thing. And, you know, before you know it, you turn into poor Michael Richards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank he God. He was pushed he... to it. There's there's an article on this on uh, thecomedybureau.com. It's called The Battle of 1739 Public House. You know what's funny is I created a Facebook page, you know, their Facebook page, just for me to promote, like, my bullshit videos. And you know, it was a fake page, but I created it as a real one so people would like it, and then I could start, like, pushing my own shit. And then eventually they contacted me. It was like, we need our page. And I'm like, all right, it's yours. And then in a twist of fate, Dave Swan ended up working there and then doing their page and like gave it back. It was like an admin, like it was like full circle. But yeah, man, uh, if you're a, if, you know, if you own a comedy club or you're hosting a comedy show, you need to have somebody, some kind of security or at least some manager or, or you know, somebody to say, look, dude, you got to go or shut up. You know, if you, it's, it can't be a free for all. Like you have to let, you have to let people work and you got to let them, you know, do their, do their thing. Well, yeah, at, at some point, hey, I'm fine with a little back and forth, and you want to sure. try and bust my balls, I'll go back and forth, and I'm not scared of that. But it is at some point when they're so drunk and disruptive that it ruins everyone else's time, it's just like you got to go. There's nothing else you can do. Yeah, they got to let you do it. Yeah, I think the only time, because you know, you're disturbing an audience, I think the only audience that wants to see a heckler is like at a dice show or something. Yeah. Know? because <laughs> he's just he'll go so far off the deep end with with the heckler you gotta you gotta watch it it's so but nobody and nobody wants the heckler to leave because that's the funniest part of the show people are just sick of hearing the nursery rhyme so they want to see the heckler try and take a crack at it Mary, Mary. yeah no it, yeah i mean there is there are parts where it's kind of there's small doses where it's entertaining or you know, get someone out of their comfort zone, and that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, at some point, if it's just a drunk person screaming incoherent things, uh, it loses any sort of aspect of being yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Well, like I said, we were talking about it earlier in the show. Um, I went to a, a comedy house here on Friday, and Chris Catan was the headliner. And um, you know, one of the things, of course, that they said from the get-go: please, rule number one, no heckling, or you'll be asked to leave. I think the only security guard they had though was like this grizzled old man who stood maybe five foot. I'm fifty. Something, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you gotta. Uh, but there wasn't a really a problem with hecklers. There was more of a, an issue, not a problem to me, because I get annoyed by the uh, the people who try to get into the routine and try to do comedy with. Oh yeah. The comedian and. Um, Right. You know, naturally, every comic gets up there and points out at a table. So this one table, of course. They're I'm like the people you... on Conan that get picked from the audience, and then they want to yeah. like roll with it more. Like they start yeah. doing faces, and you're like, "Yeah." I did that for uh, Two and a Half Men. I, they were doing like <laughs> not on TV, but they did like the warm up, and they they picked me, and I was doing like a Godfather impression or something, and the the, the warm up guy's <laughs> like, "You were the weirdest dude I've ever met," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I just I just want to go." 
<laughs> um, I, I didn't want to be a part of this. I just, my going, agent said I'd make ten bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, sat in, I need a sandwich. Uh, check out Sean Green. Uh, he is on Sean T. Sean T. and you can find the his podcast on. Um, iTunes and all the major outlets. Uh, super funny guy. Before we um, wrapped it up, uh, and you know, we'll let you say anything else you want to say, maybe make fun of us and, and yell at us for wasting your time this Sunday, Sean. <laughs> but I want to go through, and we can all chime in on this. Uh, this has been voted recently in an online poll, the 25 best athletic logos of all time. Uh, and I want to go through, some of these I don't know, but I want to go through and see if you guys think it's great or it's crap or whatever. And you tell me if they should be on the list. Is that a uh, is that an acceptable? Uh, sounds good, man. All right, Mike, I'm yeah. with you. I, I don't know. I don't know some of these, but um, here we go. The Green Bay Packers. Their green, uh, their G on the helmet logo. Oh man, I don't know. That's, That's it's, very unoriginal. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah. I mean, it's like, but then, like, what would be the alternative? You know what? block of cheese or something yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know where you can really go with green Bay snowflake that, so. yeah it's lame arkansas razorbacks it's the cartoon oh, razorback God, seen, uh, i saw plenty of those yeah. it's all it's like the it's the natural born front license plate on anybody's truck in arkansas oh yeah <laughs> mike's in the military i, I so bought a in these places. i had these two uh I, I remember when i first got to arkansas i bought a a used truck and it came equipped with art with Razorback little pig magnets um, <laughs> badges attached to the car. The truck, like, uh, like the first thing I had to do was get these things. So. Uh, it's a it's a creative design, but um, I, it's I just went off on that one. It, I've seen so much of it. It's it's cool, I guess. It, it's what yeah, a Razorback is again. I don't know what else. Sean. Is that, our, is that okay? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd i prefer they update it to just a photo of Bobby Petrino in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> but Stitches. Uh, yeah. It, as long as they're going for a positive thing, I think the photo of the Razorbacks is probably their best bet. Miami Dolphins. It's the dolphin with the football helmet on. Yeah, it's wearing a little helmet. Yeah. yeah, I, I got, yeah. I, it's a little it's a little cartoony. I, I would say it doesn't, doesn't strike fear into the heart of men. But uh, Miami, that probably yeah. If you're from Miami, that probably sums up Miami. Scars. Yeah. I didn't. I, I never noticed there was a helmet. Hold on. Uh, it's okay. I'll go through some more here. Uh, well, yeah, see, and uh, you know, it's shit's really gonna hit the fan when years later that it's revealed that the dolphin has severe. Uh, post-traumatic <laughs> concussion <laughs> disorder lawsuits from, from now you know they haven't updated yeah. his helmet from the 70s so i mean you know yeah it's abuse dolphin can't remember where its home is it keeps forgetting its own phone number they're trying to and ship it back just to cuba like the use of dolphins in a violent game yeah seriously i'll do a few more here uh seattle supersonics it's basically a uh the top of a basketball with the Seattle's uh, skyline in it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like the old uh, Sonics logo. It's cool. I don't know. I'll abstain on that one. Sure. Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers. I like this one. The Brewers. The classic. The classic with the MB and the baseball glove. It's yeah, just not, it has nothing to do with brewing beer, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, is that, a, is that okay? 
Yeah, um, that's okay. I'll let it go, but I agree. They should yeah. have something to do. Have a guy throwing the... up Pabst, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The classic New England Patriots with the Patriot kneeling, uh, hiking the football. Yeah. I like that logo because it reminds me of a time when the Patriots were horrible. Yeah. Uh, before they figured things out, you know, Starting and became Rogan. horrible cheaters. So, yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. I like that. It re- takes me back to a simpler time when the Patriots sucked. Was that Steve Grogan, Tecmo Super Bowl? Is that the quarterback? They they were just horrible. They I remember when, like Tecmo Super Bowl, they were the joke team. Ah, they were so like I, a, a light pink, white blur on your screen. They were awful. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this one's stupid. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, the blue star. Oh God, it's just disgusting. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Look at that. Yeah, so, I looked up the list. I'm surprised the uh, old Phillies logo isn't on here. I, I always I thought looking. that looked. I'm a little biased, obviously. I'm sure you are as well. But that old Phillies maroon with Classic. the uh, baseball in the middle, that's a that's a solid look. Yeah, so I'm surprised. Surprised that didn't make the list. I still rock that hat. It's uh, it's a it solid be. hat. It's, a, it's an outcry. Um, the. Uh, the New York Mets and the New York Yankees, uh, typical of a lot of um, teams with the uh, lettering on the um, the uh, the hats, the uniforms. Yeah, the Mets is I mean, the colors. It takes the Dodgers and the Giants wrapped up into one, and uh, all it does is remind the city of the worst. <laughs> the, the worst loss in municipalities in the history of municipalities it was two baseball teams in the same year. Right. Pretty bad year. And uh, last one we'll, we'll get your opinion on here um, is going to be the – there's two here I'm looking at. Uh, but let's get your opinion on – let's do the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, it's just the, a really long neck uh, <laughs> and a bird that, that's well, sort of angry. He's a little passive. I got – the beef with – that I have is that the Seahawk isn't a real animal and you sound like an idiot because it sounds yeah, like oh exactly. the Seahawk the Seahawk is a real you like Google Seahawks or you try to look up information on Seahawks mm-hmm. and they don't exist so I don't know why it really annoys <laughs> yeah. me that they made it like they made a magical animal if you're going to invent an animal come up with something creative don't just come up with the, yeah. uh, the tiger dragon how does it represent seattle you know it's just on, yeah like i said it's a made up and we, we couldn't associate anything else with the city except maybe you know the starbucks logo on the helmet yeah so we, right with the seahawks, yeah, or some, yeah some cool like whale even i think would have been cool or yeah. the seattle sharks or something or sean uh, kemp's illegitimate children like something yeah exactly that would uh yeah i mean they're gonna they're gonna grow up they'll be football fans i mean they yeah. grew up in the russell wilson era they won a super bowl why wouldn't they be Come part on, of the logo right <laughs> sean what's uh what is what are your next shows at what is your upcoming performances i want to say the worst by the way is the ny swiggle line on the giants i thought that would be on them but it wasn't oh there. yeah the I classic giants the with that you know l2 was 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 much better I you see in nfl films mm-hmm. um <laughs> the nigerian nightmare do you remember watching nfl films it was i used to, it was harry callis and he'd be like by 2004 
Christian, well, not Christian Okoye, but, you know. Was running for over 200 yards a week. And then the music, <laughs> they were the best things to watch, like, every every week. You're like, this is great. But anyway, Sean, where are you performing at next? Where's the next uh, uh, I got shows? A, I got a bunch of shows this week, downtown L.A., Lexington, Broadway Bar. Um, nice. But it, one that's real cool is at the – Nerd Melt, the Nerdist Theater on Saturday. I'm doing setlist there, so that's a uh, that's always a real good show, and they always get some big names. So that would be one I would definitely check out. Dude, people have been talking about that a lot. I've seen a lot of feed posts on my feed this week about uh, Nerdist. Uh, I guess on Saturday. Um, what is that exactly? I'm kind of I spend my time researching mental hospitals in my house, so I don't really know what's <laughs> happening outside. Uh, set setlist is where you basically instead of doing your normal stand up you're given uh like a, a topical flash up but it'll be some like bizarre oh man you know topics some so it'll be like yeah it'll be like yogurt athlete's foot or, or some weird combination oh, and then you have to do stand up on that and then it kind of goes on to the next um you know you got to do like five or six topics and uh so wow. it's always a lot of fun and yeah it's a great it's a great show to see live see i think you should they should give you the topic and you should do your own bit regardless. Just start to, like, uh, and, then, and then they yell at you, do the meltdown again and be like, I was born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I could, you know, <laughs> and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, buddy. Whoa, buddy. Yeah, I mean, you're, the idea is like you're not supposed to do, uh, you know. Yeah. Sean, yeah, you're so. Sean, yeah, your topic be, uh, is, uh, is uh, Grapes of Wrath in the 90s. Yeah, so what's the deal with the Seahawks? And you're like, <laughs> just keep crowbarring it in. Yeah. Cool, man. But uh, yeah, it should be fun, man. So thank- uh, check me out then. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Do you have anything you want to add or anybody you want to make fun of or anything before, you, before we go? Uh, no, just uh, fuck the Cowboys. And yeah. Check out the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Thank you, guys, and uh, have a good weekend. Check it out. Thank you very much, Sean. All right. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy, brother. Later. 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 He's a good dude. It was a good dude. I think uh, that was a good show. This was a good show. We did it. Now oh. we can. Now the rehearsal's over. We can start recording for real. Now. Oh. Okay. Uh, this was good. This was good. Yeah. So next week, who do we got? Next week we have. Uh, I think we're gonna announce that. I'm not too sure. Okay. I, I, well, I think we should do some, something TBD. more with the New York Minute, unless you hate that. Um, mm. And we should promote that to some kind of degree. I just think the. Yeah. Your feedback on some of that is cool. Okay. But uh, we're going to have former Mayor Giuliani on the show, actually. No. (laughs) Uh, We have Giuliani on the show. Uh, Paul Giuliani. He's he's a uh, filter worker that cleans the pool. Anyway. He's he's putting in his bid for office. Yeah. State and Senate. (laughs) Yeah, State and Senate. Uh, So that concludes our show today. Uh, Mike, do you have anything else? No, no. All right. Thank you for joining us on the podcast online, Matthew Clark. This is Michael Biscardi. We're sorry John couldn't be here today. Um, he is on vacation traveling uh, the world. Uh, join us next week on Mixler.com and check out all our shows on uh, thepodcastle.podbean.com. Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll see you next time. Attention. 